Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. We'll have a critical update regarding my argument before the Florida Supreme Court regarding the proposed abortion amendment. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, just over a week ago, I presented oral argument at the Florida Supreme Court regarding a deceptive constitutional amendment that would allow abortion on demand for any reason at any time up till birth. And this particular argument is going to be very critical. The Florida Supreme Court will rule no later than April the 1st. But there was a critical question that I want to focus on, among other things. We'll talk more about it in a subsequent program as well. That was raised by Chief Justice Carlos Munoz. He asked the solicitor for the Florida Attorney General whether the ballot summary should apprise voters that the proposed amendment may impact what's called Article 1, Section 2 of the Florida Constitution, respecting an unborn child that says natural persons have the right to life. In fact, Article 1, Section 2 of the Florida Constitution clearly states in part, quote, all natural persons have inalienable rights, among which are the right to enjoy and defend life. And so his question, Holly, was this particular amendment that essentially gives abortion on demand, in the ballot summary that the voter would read going to the ballot box to vote yes or no, it doesn't give the voter any heads up, any notice that by signing yes and passing this proposed abortion amendment, it may have a direct impact on existing constitutionally protected rights in the Florida Constitution with regards to the right to life for unborn children. I thought that was a very significant question that was asked. Unfortunately, the attorney for the Florida Attorney General paused and said that the state didn't have a position on it and that he had never thought about it. I brought it up during my argument, but I want to go through not only this particular issue, but how in Florida law, and this is very similar to other states around the country, there are a lot of laws that actually recognize legal rights for the unborn child. Well, you know, it's very important because this proposed amendment they have says that no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's health care provider. So what you're just talking about, this law is already in place to protect children as natural persons, yeah. and they have a right to life. And there's another section in the Florida Constitution, Article 1, Section 9. It's on due process, and it says, no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. So the real question is, is a child, an unborn child, a natural person? If so, they have a constitutional right to life. Right. Or are they a person? If so, they have a constitutional right to due process of law. Well, the whole purpose of the Constitution, whether it's the U.S. Constitution or the Florida Constitution, is to protect life, yeah, not to kill it. So the interesting thing, when you look at Florida law and other laws in other states outside of the Constitution, which uses the word person or natural person, let's look at mm -hmm. other Florida law. It's quite fascinating. This is in criminal law. And I'll just quote some of the sections of the law. 
quote, whoever commits a criminal offense and thereby causes the death of or bodily injury to an unborn child commits a separate offense. Vehicular homicide is, quote, the killing of a human being or the killing of an unborn child by any injury to the mother. Quote, the unlawful killing of an unborn child by any injury to the mother of such child that would be murder if it resulted in the death of such mother shall be deemed murder. Mm. Again, another section of the Florida laws regarding criminal penalties, quote, the unlawful killing of an unborn child by any injury to the mother of such child, which would be manslaughter, is also manslaughter here to the unborn child. A person is un- who unlawfully kills an unborn child by an injury to the mother, which would be manslaughter, is also manslaughter to the child. Or how about the death of the mother resulting from the same act or criminal episode that caused the death of the unborn child does not bar prosecution under this section. For example, if somebody kills the mother and the child dies as well, we would consider it two murders. Two homicides, two murders, yeah. Right. And that's in criminal law. So continuing on, quote, this is from a case, 2017, Court of Appeals case. Quote, the clear and unambiguous language of the feticide statute provides that the killing of an unborn quick child may constitute murder. Mm. And then again, this is the jury instructions. This is the standard jury instructions for these criminal cases, driving under the influence manslaughter. And it talks about the death of the unborn child. Florida trust in estates. Let's look at outside of criminal law. Also protects the unborn. Quote, Unless otherwise represented, an unborn individual may be represented and bound by another person having a substantially identical interest with respect to the particular question or dispute. Close quote. If the court determines that representation of the interest would otherwise be inadequate, the court may at any time appoint a guardian ad litem to represent the interest of an incapacitated person, an unborn or unascertained person. Yeah, and Florida guardianship law specifically protects unborn children. Florida habeas corpus and incarceration law protects the health and welfare of unborn children whose mothers are incarcerated, requiring Mm. jails and prisons to provide health and care to the unborn child. And Florida tort law also protects the unborn, requiring auto insurers to pay damages, including wrongful death damages to the unborn. So if there's a car accident, that's where that comes into play. Absolutely. So, you know, Planned Parenthood simply cannot get around these Florida laws, which have already determined that an unborn child is a person under multiple sections of the statute. And we filed additional supplemental regarding this, answering the Chief Justice's questions, didn't we? We did, because the the, uh, Florida Attorney General's office didn't answer the question, said they hadn't thought about it, It had no position on it. So after the oral argument, we filed a lengthy supplemental authority listing just a sample and more than what I've talked about, but a sample of what's Mm -hmm. in existing in Florida law. So it's in criminal law, it's in your civil tort law, it's in your uh, trust an estate law. And in fact, you know, if you have a baby in utero and a person dies and there's a will or an estate that names the beneficiaries, 
Uh, that child that's in the mother's womb, who's not yet born, is entitled to mm-hmm. a guardian to protect their interest in property rights before they even come out of the womb. Right. So there's all kinds of law like that. Florida habeas corpus. If you're incarcerated in a jail or prison and the mother is pregnant, there's a specific law that says you've got to provide care to that unborn child. I'm not making up the term unborn child. That's right. what's in the statute. Absolutely. It's a child. It's a person. And I think that was a great question from the Chief Justice. And I suspect if he'd addressed that to the other attorney uh, arguing on behalf of Planned Parenthood, she would have been stumped. She would have been stumped, you know. So Planned Parenthood simply can't get around these right. Florida laws, which already determine the unborn child to be a person. And because Florida law already recognizes the personhood of a child, Planned Parenthood's ballot initiative would rob the unborn of their right to life. And consequently, if you have a subsequent ballot initiative that amends the Constitution and it infringes on a pre-existing constitutional right in the Constitution of Florida or any other state, the voter needs to know when they're saying yes that it's going to affect other existing rights. And that's what the question of the chief justice was focused on. I thought it was great. It, and he really opened up a whole scenario, which we brought to the to table in this supplemental that we filed. But, you know, again, Planned Parenthood has nothing, no interest in the right to life. Their interest is to making money. Yeah, so this was a very good, astute question. Um, I'm praying that when the court issues its decision— Not only will it say that this ballot initiative fails Florida law and will not be on the ballot in November, but if they also say, in addition, that there's a problem about what the ballot initiative does not say, namely it does not say that there is a potential to take away rights of the unborn child under the Florida Constitution already there in existence— because other Florida law recognizes the unborn child as a person with legally protected rights. That would be a huge uh, win in this case. So continue to pray for this case. It's the Florida abortion case regarding the Florida abortion amendment. You can go to Liberty Council's website. We've got a special page set aside just for this. And it's lc.org forward slash FL amendment, lc.org forward slash FL Amendment. We continue to appreciate your prayers in this critically important case. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.